Hey you, hi. So I want to check in on you and uh, how you're doing, how you've been. Um, since the last time that I spoke with you, which I cannot remember exactly when it was, but I know that I did. <sighs> so how are you doing? considering all the stuff that has been going like really crazy stuff i will tell you that it has gotten crazier i've had stories i've read about you have heard of stories you've read of stories you have experienced some of these things and it's not funny the death the near death experiences that tears the exhaustion the anxiety the pressures and name it well it's taken a toll on some of us more than the others but i wanted to just come back and have a conversation with you not really a conversation just to find out from you how are you doing and maybe you could say it's a rhetoric question because you might not answer it, but you would think about it. You know, you can dwell on it for a minute and just really examine you, what is going on. For some of us, there's been a lockdown, a partial. Some of us, it's a total lockdown and we, you are stuck at home. If you're lucky, you, <coughs> you have um, company. There's family members and whatnot, and it helps. If you're not very lucky, you're probably alone, and your only company is what? Uh, your phone, or maybe Netflix, or whatever, but still. I feel like the audacity is always on us. The onus is on you to make sure that you are okay. See, so that's why I keep coming back to just figure out with you like how are you it helps for you to just take that in and think about it and you know just ponder on it a little bit how are you doing how is your mental health hmm? how do these things make you feel it's very easy for us to just get lost and not recognize what we feel not appreciate not because i mean it's a mad world. It's a really mad world. And everything just happens so fast. Before you know it. <laughs> it is night and, you know, just as you go to bed, it's already morning and you just cannot. I know it's a lot. It is too much. So how are you doing? How are you handling the pressure? How are you handling the mess? How are you handling the noise, the busyness, the, the boredom, the no noise at all? You know, whatever situation you find yourself in, how are you handling it? And what could you do to make it a little better, a little more comfortable, a little more bearable on your part? I'll tell you what. Um, I find that um, the first thing that I had to make peace with a long time ago is to 
understand that there's going to be times when I need me, myself. And so that meant that I had to be okay with my own company, you know. Like being by yourself, I know. And I know that there's very many people who do not know how to just be and enjoy their own company. Like it kills them. Just thinking about their life, they can't. They don't want to go there. But it is the one thing that is going to save you at a time like this. Yeah? You need to sit down. You need to understand who you are. You need to appreciate you and start to appreciate your own self and learn how to spend time with you. If you love your company, if you love spending time with you, I promise you, you will beat this lockdown. You will just get out of it very... I mean, it's time for you. Like, being able to enjoy your company helps you not just to reflect on your life, but I mean to also... I mean, a lot of stuff, like, where where have you come from? How far have you come? Where you are now? And the future, your future. So it kind of, like, helps you to count your blessings. It's very easy for us to uh, complain and throw tantrums about our lives and just have so many reasons to not be thankful. But when you learn and appreciate and start to keep your own company, you will start to realize that there's so many things you you can and should be grateful for. You know? When you start to th- spend time with you, you get to think about every other person that is your friend or not there, whatever. Reflect and really just start to count your blessings. You soon realize that, wow, I am, I, I am lucky. This is... I, yes. So you see, the one thing that is going to help you get through, not just lockdown, any craziness in life, is just to be able to love your own company, you know? The other thing that will help you, even as we continue in the lockdown and in the craziness and in the whole mess, the other thing that will help you is just to connect to keep connecting you know and and the beauty of this is that we have um um means to do that you on your phone 24 7 your friends and acquaintances and whoever it doesn't hurt to reach out to them and just check on them you know that's what i mean by connecting Call somebody, take somebody, you know, um, find out how they're doing, how it is. If you have friends from, you know, in different spaces and locations, please find out. It gives you something to learn, you know, something to think about. It it encourages you, but also it, it helps you know how you're standing, where you're standing, or how, you know, it's just knowledge is power what do you know about the other side what do they know what is happening so it it boosts what you already know it also helps you to 
um, maybe strategize, you know, you, you get to appreciate that it is not just you, it is everywhere and people are just barely holding on. So you are, you, you had better just, you know, start to connect. It helps a lot. I promise you calling somebody and, and you never know, you would actually just reach out to somebody thinking he's just talking to an old friend and yet they need you then at that moment. So the other thing, apart from enjoying your own company, is just reaching out to people and making sure that they are fine, yeah, that they're okay. The other thing that I want us to put in, you know, practice now is uh, what I always say, you know, that in a world where you can be anything for sure, just to be kind. <laughs> that one goes without saying. You guys, you must learn and should be kind. I am, and I know I just say that we are all struggling and everyone is battling something, but some of us, you know, are better in a better place. So a, a compliment or just a, a, you know, a thought, a financial help or whatever it is, anything that you do that is an act of kindness helps, helps. So it goes the two ways. Be kind and accept kindness. Because some of us are like, mm, you know, people have, <laughs> indeed, it's a mad world. It comes to a place where people do not appreciate kindness from other people. People are very skeptical about people that are doing nice things or that are being nice to them especially strangers, but can we normalize just accepting um, acts of kindness from other people? You know, it doesn't really hurt when somebody says, hey, um, how are you doing? Are you okay? Like, don't look at them thinking, what are you, why are you talking? I don't know you. Like, come on, engage. If I throw a compliment, take it. It's no big deal. Take it. I say, how can I help you, please? Be open and say maybe I need A, B, C, D. And if I give you the help, take the help. You know, you're going to get no trophy for trying to be all, you know, big and whatever. And you're not going to say, oh, that person can do it. Or no, there's no dependence, no rather independence trophy right now. We are all trying to hold on. So as you give kindness, please accept offers of kindness from people because people are really kind. You're really not going to know who is going to take advantage or who has an, another motive that is not that. But I mean, don't miss an opportunity to accept kindness from somebody because you're skeptical about people, you're biased and you've had bad experiences. Please accept kindness the thing that um, I cannot say enough is um, <laughs> I'm sure by now we agree it has helped 
it has helped a nation, it has helped families on individual basis. It really just does help. And that is your I don't know, faith, prayer, your belief system. Mm-hmm. There's a power that is bigger, that is greater than all of us. I'm a Christian. I'm I believe in um, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> I know that there is nothing that he will not do or that he has not already done. I am confident in all his promises for us. I have lived for some time and I've seen him move in ways that nobody could even do. One of the reasons I really believe in him is because the gospel of Jesus changes lives. It changes human heart. It changes lifestyles. Like it just does. There's power in the gospel. There's power in his name that just transforms people. It's it transformational. Is that the word though? We shall figure it out. But it transforms lives. Yeah. I have never. I, science cannot. N- I, I cannot explain it. It just transforms. I'll give you, I know that probably I'm off course, but I'll give you a short story. The Bible talks about the woman that was caught in adultery and, you know, <laughs> there was all those sets of rules and regulations and laws, yeah? So you were to be stoned to death and whatever it is. People were very judgmental then. So they bring this babe, they tell Jesus that, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. Of course they have their motives, these Pharisees and teachers of the law and whatnot. But like I told you, his word, the gospel, transforms lives. Not only did he humble the people there to put them in their place, but the same humility with which he acted transformed the life of the woman. I'm sure that if I met this lady in the next life, she would, we would sit there the whole entire time talking about that, 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 that time, that scene. I, I would ask her, I don't know, questions, and she, we would take some time, honestly, that's what I know. Hmm? When he he forgives her and doesn't pass judgment like other people, first of all, he challenges them by asking them, I'm sure we are familiar with this, that whoever has not sinned, whichever of you has not, should cast the first one. They're like, man, I'm sure people started to scatter. And then soon it was just her and the Messiah and the Master and the King of Kings and guy you would expect him to say okay so this is what you're going to do since i am the overall person now i'm i'm I'm, i am passing judgment for you know he just says you know what has anybody hmm? have you seen anybody yeah you know 
Nobody, nobody, because they, they cannot. So neither do I. So don't pass judgment. I am not. I am not doing anything. I'm not going to crucify you for this or pass judgment. But go and see no more. <laughs> go and see. See, faith, God, eh, breaks what is barriers and everything. He just... makes public spectacles or, or embarrasses what has been put as is. You know, he changes things for your good, for the better. He is, that's love. So when he tells her, go and see, no, I imagine her with that lady. I don't know. Like, there's power in even his word. And sometimes when I think about that, that scene, and, and you know what, I feel like I needed Jesus to be here now for some of the areas in my life that just keep, keep you know, weighing me down. I need him to just speak into them and say, Harriet, for this, go and do this no more. Like, I know, you just straighten up. Because how do you <laughs> say no to that kind of grace? That's the grace, that's right there, is the grace, his grace. We don't deserve it. She didn't deserve the ghost in no more. But I mean, we are undeserving of any of that. But he knows that. <laughs> so he extends and extends and he extends. Again, that same Bible tells us that his grace enables us to say no to ungodliness. Gives us some kind of supernatural power. I can tell you that the lady, even though we don't do a follow-up of her in the Bible, the lady did not do any of that kind of stuff again because there was power in the release statement of go sin no more. Okay, what am I saying? I'm saying pray. We are in this moment of death. People are dying prematurely. People are dying everywhere. There's a lot of tears and, and, and just hopelessness and just disease and so much untruth you know you could even look at it like the devil is just having the time of his life when there's no hope what do we do we pray when we are tired what do we do we pray when we are broken what must we do pray when we are sick in our bodies what do we do pray when there are people who are sick that cannot pray for themselves what do we do pray. When we are in lack and in need, what do we do? Pray. Why are we praying? Hmm? Because he tells us that a prayer of a righteous person, a, a prayer of a righteous person availeth much. Hmm? He tells us to, to pray, to knock, the door shall be open. To seek, we shall find. What are we looking for? What do we want? Yeah. He tells us to approach his throne. His throne with boldness, with confidence. Because there we shall find grace. We shall receive mercy to help us in our time of need. Which is what? Which is what? Here, now. We need him. So we are approaching him because he has given us an invitation. The Bible also tells us that, hey... When you ask, when you pray to me, I hear you. 
Because I hear you, I answer those prayers. Some guy said that, <laughs> oh God, do, do I, am I forgetting that saying that because um, the person that makes the prayer, the power of our prayers is not in the person that makes it, but it is in the person that hears the prayer. So it doesn't matter. This this is even more good. It gives us even more confidence because the kind of prayer that I'm making, it doesn't matter how long, how I make it. Do I mean it? Do I know who I'm making it to? Do I trust that he's able to answer, to change this circumstance? That's a thing. Because without faith, we can pray until cows come home, but there's nothing that we're going to effect. I have to believe that the person to whom I'm making the prayer is actually able to answer that. I have to believe that he hears me and he answers the prayer. I have to start seeing answers. You know, I have to start thanking him for the answer. So this looks like if I'm praying for COVID, for the situation to change and the patients and whatnot, I'm going to start thanking him. For people who are being discharged from hospitals, I'm going to start being hopeful for a report from doctors that is changing. We are going to, 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 to start, you know, not fearing because he's not given us a, a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. No, he hasn't. It's not of him. You understand? So we ought to pray without ceasing. It, it's going to help us. Actually, it's the one thing that will help us the most. Prayer. When you think about somebody, pray for them. When you think about how your hospitals and the state of it, pray for, 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 for them. When you think about the fact that we are in lockdown and it's not even normal, just pray. Pray in all kinds of tongues. Those sorts of prayer. Just pray. Pray when you wake up, when you think about it, when you're walking. When just pray. Prayer works. And if there's anything else you 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 won't do, I understand. But pray. Pray for somebody. Pray for yourself. Pray for your church. Pray for your people. Pray, just do pray, guys. So those are just about the things that you can do to help us, you know, get through this period of lockdown. Okay? So I will check on us. Maybe, what? In a few days. But for now, hang in there. We don't have anything figured out. But as long as we breathe, as long as we still breathe, we cannot fail. Okay? So hang in there. Bye.